A Dadsnet original podcast. Welcome, gentlemen, to the Loose Dads podcast. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fun and Frivolity. I can't guarantee either of those things, please. <laughs> if we, if you don't get fun or frivolity, please don't ask for your money back because <laughs> you know it was a rash promise that I just made. I really apologise. Don't write to the ombudsman. Yes, the podcast ombudsman. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, we'll look inside the news, find out how it affects families. We'll also have some big questions of the week from Dadsnet members. And we've got another game to play. This one we've stolen from another podcast. Also, please don't report us for that. We will give them a credit and everything. So, you know, an internet credit and exposure, that's what we all like getting paid in, right? So, <laughs> perfect. Nice. But first of all, uh, I'm going to introduce you to the panel. Um, it's the week that Disney employees have staged a walkout to pressure the company into actively opposing a Florida bill that bans instruction on sexual orientation or gender identity in primary schools. So the panel has Disney characters. Okay. Now, starting with Brad. Okay, I was for Brad, I was going to go for Mr. Potato Head from Toy Story because <laughs> he's really grumpy. <laughs> But I did think about it, then I thought, you know, every time he looks up a news story for the news section and it's a little bit rude, he gets a Woody. So he could be a Woody instead. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Jack is. um, There's a snake in my pants. (laughs) Jack is Wally uh, because, as the sort of audio editor of this podcast, he has to clean this crap up every week. Oh, Respect him for that. Good. Um, Sparky is one of the seven dwarfs. He's sleepy, obviously, (laughs) because he gets up very early. I thought he was part of the unknown. He was the unknown eighth one, Dinky. (laughs) Oh, really? The sideline digs in my height, guys. My mum says I'm five foot eleven. All right. And he's, he's sleepy because he uh, he gets up um, really early. I don't know if he's mentioned that. He yeah. just he goes, what a, do, 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 do. Jim, can we just get on with it, mate? I'm tired. I'm going to get sleepy. Is, but, is that why he's dopey too? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. There you go. Hey, if you were all dwarfs, you'd be f- All right. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'd be Mrs. Potts the teapot from Beauty and the Beast because I love a cup of tea. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get enough. Let's play a game. Ladies and gentlemen, it's game time. Uh, so what we do at the start of the show is we play a game. Some of them are games we've played before that used to be regular features. We bring them back, we take them away again. Uh, others are ones we've just invented. And uh, this one is one... <laughs> so I suggested this on our uh, sort of group Dad's Net WhatsApp group thing earlier. And uh, a representative who shall remain unnamed from another podcast on the Dad's Net uh, channel uh when yeah um yeah you could do that but we do it on our podcast actually and then i had to pretend that uh, i'd listen to their podcast but uh... <laughs> also though jim uh, thus proving an, a, a conversation we previously had on this podcast that no idea is original right, yeah, everyone's yeah, yeah. always blooming at it <laughs> i mean it's it's unusual to have stolen from basically a stable mate but whatever you know yeah, let's yeah. go with it so we're not stealing it we're not using something that they're using 
for nefarious means, we are borrowing this feature. Any- to, to be fair, to, to be fair, Jim, you know what it's like to have your material stolen from you. <laughs> oh, yes. So it's only this fair that you theme. pay back into the system. Exactly. <laughs> By go. taking it out on someone else. Yeah. So thank you very much to the Don't Tell Your Mum team. They, uh, they've let us borrow this on a loan deal for <laughs> one evening. Um, this is unpopular opinions. I've asked the panel to bring an unpopular opinion to the table and uh, we're, we're going to debate them find out whether they could possibly work. So, um, Jack, have you got an unpopular opinion? I do. And I feel like I'm going in, you know, big guns right at the start. Beyonce. Massively overrated. Oh, what? He's, uh, no, you've not gone there. You yeah. can't rock the beehive, what Jack. What you... poignant position you have placed yourself in, Jack. <laughs> So spot on. Absolutely. So you have to explain this because I'm of the opinion that Beyonce is very talented. But um, I, I'm sure she is talented, but I can't help but feel like her and Jay-Z have gone a bit Kanye with their music. Whoa, you know, like whoa, they, they had a few good songs, you know, like Crazy yeah. in Love. Okay, yeah, that was a grower. But then okay. everything since that has just been... But no, Bonnie and Clyde. Have you ever listened to like Beyonce? Whenever she sings, she has to do this tremolo thing all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't stop going. Guys, it's just, because she's just a powerful sing a note. queen. That is how she releases no, no, it. No, I, oh, it's I, so repetitive. I'm going to give you the song that really sums this up for me, and it's "Drunk in Love." And I'm in drink. Yeah, that whole song. You sound no, like you've that been whole drinking. Song, I listen to that and <laughs> still now listen to it and go, what is going on? No! <laughs> well, maybe, maybe she's drunk enough. I mean, you know, you do all these crazy things when we're drunk, don't production don't we? Like, I want a song to bring me on a journey, not to like, not to keep yeah. bringing me on a bit of a journey and then changing road and this. It's, it's like, it's like when I heard her, like, when you watch the remake of Lion King, you know, the, the real life animated sort of thing, like, I don't know what you, like, what, what you call a CGI version. And like, you could just hear her singing and waiting. She ruined some of those classics, dude. I was sitting there, I'm like, come on. Guys, guys. Just sing it you're nicely lacking, and just You know what it. though? You are lacking emotional intelligence to understand Beyonce, right? You were just being like generically oh, blokey oh, here about here it. No, 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 you're being generically like, oh, the Eagles tell a story with their music. I'm not dissing the Eagles, I like Eagles, okay. right? Wait, 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 you know what I mean? Like you're into Hotel Eagles, California, right? Wait, so we'll wait. start with that. Okay, yeah. we can't I mean, have that great narrative. Story. Here we go. Uh, Sparky, you ready? Who run the world? Girls. Who run the world? Wow, you know, f-ing lyrical genius. She, but that's it. No, <laughs> that's mean. it. As a bloke, you're doing that blokey. Like she is a representing no, no, no. women on a new on a I'm new not, level, right? I'm not mocking, no, I'm I'm not not mocking her about re- representing women. I'm just talking about oh. how pathetic those oh. lyrics are, dude. I mean, oh. like, you, oh. You, you, oh, okay. You, We're talking about this musically because I was, I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, musically, you, of yeah, course, musically. I'm yeah. not knocking her for being a woman in music. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no, I know you're not saying no. that. No, but what I'm saying is why she is good. Why this weirdness that you say and who runs the world, girls? The reason it is a good thing is because she empowers. No, no, no. You're going too deep. You're going too deep. She empowers them to write shit. 
No, <laughs> shit, like it's easy to sing along to. The narrative's easy no. to follow, which is like <laughs> it's not easy to sing along to. Right, okay. It's, it runs about girls. She's still the queen bee in my eyes, guys. It's not uh, easy so, to sing along. Uh, to. No, it, no, this is what the speech is here to do. I mean, this, I feel like I'm standing for Beyonce on a whole. This is the most guys. passionate the, <laughs> debate that we have I've probably ever had on this show. This is true. This is we in many ways since, ludicrous. Since the early days, since the early days where we were like, racism is it good or bad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, hold on, guys. We were trying to cover off things, but we, this is more than hard. But still, you can't. We were the trying to find a, a, an argument that Brad wouldn't be contrary about. And <laughs> <laughs> actually, to be fair, Brad has defended the point, so he's not being contrary. He's being yeah. whatever the opposite of contrary is. Trary. Agreeable. <laughs> agreeable. Oh. oh my goodness, no one has ever described Brad as agreeable. It's <laughs> a first on this podcast on many levels. Okay, Brad. Jack, I'm imagining though, as a guitar fan, you're a big fan of John Mayer, right? That's a... Yeah, I like, I like him. What about yeah. his version of EXO by Beyonce, which is incredible? He's sampling her, so he's an amazing guitarist. That is. I actually haven't heard that. Oh, mate, you, oh, okay, right. Listen to that, and next week, let's just recap on this okay. moment. But then, but then am I... But surely if it's John Mayer's version, Beyonce can still be overrated. Oh, okay. I mean, you, you're entitled to your... You, because what has he done? He's turned it blues. Uh, no, he's just... He's, he's turned it yeah, more guitar He's yeah. turned it good, yeah. Good, right, okay. When, uh, when did okay, John... Yeah, yeah. When so take, take a song, make it good, credit the original artist. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, this is catty. I like... <laughs> but you still wouldn't beat Sasha Fierce, which is Beyonce's alter ego, for anyone that needs to know that. Um. Oh, that was a whole other thing. That was, that was Yeezy. <laughs> Jim's trying to get oh, in no. here. Anyway, come on. I was I was just trying to make a shit joke about John Major doing a cover of. Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. Hey, he would turn it blue though, wouldn't he? Not blue. Oy. Anyway, political gag. Brad, Brad, what's your unpopular opinion? All right. Satire. Um, pineapple on pizza is delicious. No. I'll back you on this. Now you're talking sense. <laughs> you see, I I agree with you on this, Brad, and I also don't believe anyone really has a very strong opinion against it. I think people think they have, but actually, do they really care what other people do? Jack No, I don't care. I, I throw to you because you seem to be you seem to be disgusted by it. I don't care what other people do. No. If you want pineapple on your pizza, fine. But you can't tell me it's delicious because it's not. Oh, it's so good. That's like, no, that, that's like the the food attitude of a seven-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy oh, to be I a toddler, dude. I love, this, I love this pasta with Haribo on it. Delicious. <laughs> oh, I mean, have you, yeah. hey, oh, hey, Jack, have you ever watched Elf? Right, that's a full-ass grown man throwing <laughs> Skittles and maple syrup on his spaghetti, okay? Yeah, not a film to base your life off, though, is it? Well, he just seems to have it all sussed. He's happy. I mean, he's, he's happy. Yeah. happy. <laughs> but while we're here, while we're here, apple sauce with pork, gross. Well, no, you, cranberry sauce no, with turkey. You've got no. a very, very, um, what's the word, like, just... Immature palate. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's something Gordon Ramsay would say. Immature palate. Put it with blue cheese. Yes. Oh, but what about what about blue cheese and pear? That's got a kind of savoury sweet combo going on. That's quite good, right? Yeah, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But the but pear is more of a muted fruit flavour. 
<laughs> it's not. It's not like it's not the it's not the skittles of the fruit world. No, no, true. Okay, but it is possible to have a savory and a sweet thing together and for it to be right. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right? Uh, Brad, J- Jack, have you since you've you you um, abandoned your veganism, vegetarianism ways, veganism? Mm. Have you ever had cr- um, crispy bacon streaks on a waffle with oh. maple syrup? No, it's dude. But I do, but I do actually like that. God tier. That is a different palette. There is, (laughs) but there is your mixture of your sweet and your savory. You see. Hey, you know, I went to uh, to Canada and they have apple on pizza there, and I had to try it because I was intrigued, and it was lovely. <laughs> Sliced apple, no, it wasn't. thin slices. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I even tried to. Oh well, because of my developed palate, I could enjoy apple on a pizza. Uh, man, I wish I'd not suggested this feature because I think we're all going to fall out. No, this <laughs> is great. <laughs> this is absolutely great. All right, well, I should I come swinging punches with mine? Right. Go on then. What's yours? Spoilers aren't even that bad. Like people just get themselves wound up about spoilers for TV programs, but until you've seen it with your own eyes, people can't really spoil it for you. No, that's not true. They're, you're wrong. So <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Like with the match of the day thing, with um, like if you're watching a teleseries, like when I was into Game of Thrones, and people was like, "Oh, you're watching Game of Thrones from the start." Oh, the red wedding. Oh, you wait to the red wedding. Yeah. Like, and so you know that that's going to be a brilliant moment. And it got me excited and it built me up. But that's it. not a spoiler. It's, that's not like saying, oh, by the way, the butler did it at the end when you just started watching Farrah. Here's, here's a perfect example for you, Sparky. And this is why spoilers are bullshit and they do fuck things up, right? I remember this clear as day back in circa 1998, right? I was speaking to my brother on a, on a, on a mobile phone just to find out how he is and he said oh that, you know I'm all good I'm just here with some mates we're at the cinema about to go watch The Sixth Sense and my exact words to him were oh Christ it's so weird when you find out Bruce Willis is dead at the end oh oh, oh you're you're a bad person <laughs> oh, oh Sparky thought that was bad Sparky yeah bad. exactly he just said he just <laughs> okay, said spoilers were okay hey, I mean it's 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 for it's, it's for a conversation that is for me to learn you know I don't, I don't have to hold this opinion boldly but I guess I just think people make more of a deal I'm like just watch it if you love it you're going to love it no matter what like I think you're just trying to annoy be annoyed at someone for for but making I think, mistakes if you deliberately spoil something you're a tip I think, but I, you, think but I think there's um I think it's it's so interesting when you're watching a show or a film and you're trying to investigate what's going on yourself. You're trying to kind of create what you think the plot line is turning into or who who the, yeah. the bad character was. So I think it does it does ruin it though, dude, if someone goes, Oh, you know, this person does this at the end. Like like I totally absolutely we can we can we can agree. I balls that up. My brother's <laughs> literally about to go watch the film and I gave him the whole yeah. ending. Like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but he doesn't know how it's going to unfold. Like, you know, we all know what's going to happen. Yeah, at the end of but Titanic. he knows. But like, he's going to be but, he's going to be watching the whole thing now, criticizing you, going. But, but yeah, the, the reason why the boy sees him is because he's dead. Oh, that woman's actually not talking to him. That's because he's dead. Yeah, that, 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 be a like, very, it would be a very different film. I've never, yeah. I've not gone back and watched it since I watched it the first time, and I'd be interested to watch it now, knowing what I do. Analyzing so it, would it be yeah, a very yeah. different film, wouldn't it? It wouldn't be as exciting, really. I think mm. spoilers are worst in sports. If you haven't mm. watched a game and you're waiting to watch a game, so I used to watch basketball the day after it was on in the states because I couldn't stay up every night till 
four in the morning watching basketball and I had to stay away from social media until I'd watched the game because if I saw anything anything was going to give it away even if someone went oh the Bucks played well last night I'd be like damn it now I know they win like just those little things and then and then I can't sit and watch a two hour game because I'm like well I know what the outcome is I know what happens I mean, I, I get you on that one, but I, I I think then maybe what it is is then it's having the responsibility then. Because I feel like people love kicking off with, oh, you've spoiled it for me. Like, if if you are like, want to watch a major sport or sporting event and you're not watching it live, mm. then it's your responsibility to keep yourself away from spoilers. Like, you know, I've definitely run yeah. my mate before. Oh, yeah, and like, yeah. as soon as he starts a phone conversation with me, he's like, right, before you even start, do not tell me who's won the Formula One, right? <laughs> do not. And then it's clear. And then yeah. we know that I'm not tiptoeing around you. Like, maybe. I don't know if you get it, Sparky, on the, on the radio. If you mention something that happened the night before, people go, oh, oh, I've recorded that. Oh, I was going to watch an iPlayer or something. It's like, I guess it, that's where this like, is coming from a bit, Jim. It's yeah. like, a, you know, if you don't know who's gone on Bake Off, then you've got to probably stay away from Twitter and yeah. stay away from live radio. Yes. <laughs> like, like, I you haven't got anything else to talk about. Just yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Well, I've learned on that one. Maybe, okay, spoilers are bad in some circumstances, but I think we can all agree. Staying away from spoilers is your responsibility. <laughs> um, right, my my unpopular opinion: um, kids shouldn't have to use Mister or Mrs for teachers. They should use their first names. Oh, oh! Because you know that comes from an age when you'd go out into the working world and you would call your elders and your superiors. You'd call them Mister Johnson or whatever. But we don't do that now. It, it's not preparing you for the working world because when you go to the working world, you call your boss Dave or whatever, don't you? So mm. I think that, that children should call their teachers Barry or Samantha or <laughs> All whatever. All right, Baz, eyes me own work. <laughs> um, Interesting. I kind of feel I've like... I've never it, thought of this wow, before, actually. It's, yeah, it's a I great think, I, think, I think you've caught me on this one, I think it draws a, it draws a like a barrier between them, though. Like, it sets sets boundaries... And is that not? Uh, is I, that not quite, I'd agree. It's like a respect. I don't know if that's thing. a good like, thing. I'm, t- I'm thinking out loud now, and I'm, I'm going. That's a good thing. But it's yeah. But it's not a respect. Well, we don't. You don't disrespect. Well, you might disrespect your boss. That's different. But <laughs> you know, there's no point really in society where we refer to people as. I guess maybe if you're in customer service and you're trying, to, that's the kind of dynamic. But normally in normal life, you won't go, "Oh, hello, Mr. Jones." You'll go, you know, "Oh, this bloke's called John," and you call him that. So oh, I you, think- you, say, you say you say that though, dude. But when I worked in retail. And um, I worked for a delivery center. Whenever we'd have to speak with customers, we would have to refer to them by Mr. and Mrs. surname. Yeah, there's a, that's a certain dynamic, I guess, yeah. isn't it? So where you do, but I just think if we're preparing people for the Cause for like, the working world, like like if you like, first well, if you think about it, when you're going to board an airplane or you check in, they'll go, "Oh, Mr. Nagel, yeah, blah 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 blah." If you, they won't go, "Hey, Bradley." <laughs> so there, there are there are a lot of professions that, that still I, will refer to you as Mr. or Mrs. Cu- or customer. But what, but, yeah. but you're not but you're not a customer. The, the children teacher dynamic isn't a customer thing. It's it's a it kind th- of are working together in a... It changes in sixth form, though, in college, though, doesn't but it? Like, I, I, I remember I th- that weird changing point where you yeah. go... Yeah, because sixth formers have respect for anyone. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But, you know, I went... And I remember being excited, like, oh, I'm calling my media teacher Mandy rather than Mrs. But 
I, I oh, per, mine was per, good per, Andy. Per, per, <laughs> Andy and Andy, all media. I mean, per, personally, for me, I think it's I I I I like it. I think it helps kind of ingrain a bit of respect at a young age because I mean, we'll, we all know that kids in this country lack respect. But isn't it an <laughs> unnecessary respect? Like it's an unnecessary thing because you're seeing them every day. So it's not like a customer relationship where you're just talking to mm. Mrs. I Smith mean, because kid, you've messed at, up a delivery. Our kids at nursery call their key workers by their first name. And I've never thought that was weird. I, I think for me, I've always just assumed it's almost like that the teacher is in charge and that's yeah. in the child isn't you know they're all on a level mm. I guess what we, you know it's modern it's 2022 but you know but they're not it's like <laughs> I, in, I used to go to marine cadets and we were told, told to call everybody who's a man sir and every you know and everyone miss and that has like stayed with me into my adult life and so if I'm speaking to like an older gentleman and I and instead of calling him mate I might lean into the sir and so yeah. it's, that is ingrained yeah, yeah, in me yeah, through I, yeah, that I respect that. I, I was taught that. Yeah, so, I do that. Lick spittles. It's also it's also like um, I mean I don't know what it's stand like up now, for but yourselves. Like, <laughs> but like um, all right, gr- Jim. Gr- growing up, Mr. Colson. You know, I, like I was going to say, if 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 I ever went to a friend's house, I would immediately call their parents Mr. or Mrs. Surname. It would never be yeah. their first name. It would always just be a sort of like a respect of a. I'm not going to walk in and be like, hey, Judy, what's for lunch? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mrs. Smith, what's for lunch? Is much more respectful. (laughs) Yes, it is. Exactly. (laughs) What time are you serving dinner, Mrs. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tricky one. I I think, honestly, I probably don't really care if they Mm. do or don't, but I kind of like the idea of them just having maybe that little bit of respect for a few years before they turn into miserable teenagers with lack of respect. Yeah, I like the rethink though, Jim. I like thinking of it as a new, you know, I've not yeah. thought. And it's like, you know how we yeah. just sat in rules for reasons like, you know, oh, well, yeah. we just have always done that. That's why we've it. always I, done it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not closed minded to the idea. I'm, I'm open to the idea, but I don't want to deal with the backlash from boomers. No. When they find we'll out that for... kids aren't calling their teachers Mr. Oh, and Mrs. anymore. The Daily Mail needs something to report and it's <laughs> running out of stuff because it's, you know, it's started to get cross with its own government. So it needs something else to get annoyed about. Children. You know, that's kind of like takes it back to the right a bit. So children is, I mean, it's always the way forward. So there you go. Just help you out there, the Daily Mail. Uh, right. So thank you to... Um, don't tell your mum for letting us steal that. Well, they didn't really have a say in it, to be perfectly honest. But make sure you listen to them wherever you get your podcast. But listen to this one first. Yeah. And then give this a review first. And then, you know, work on that one a little bit later on when you've got some more spare time. On the way, we'll look at, see how the news is affecting parents this week. Beyonce's a queen. <laughs> <laughs> This is Loose Dads from Dads Now. You can find us on Instagram at Loose Dads Pod or on the Facebooks. Uh, you can just put Loose Dads Podcast in there and you'll find our Facebook group where occasionally we're there talking about stuff. Sometimes we're not. But, you know, say something and then we'll come and join in. Um, even if it's slightly scary stuff about how hot Sparky is. Um, or, or random guys. stuff that we eat. Yeah. Like- yeah. There's a lot of eating random things. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. But, yeah. So two separate entities. <laughs> so let's just move on. Is this picture of Sparky? Let's look inside the news. Uh, the big story on the day that we're recording this is that the Chancellor's spring statement has come out and he's cut fuel duty by five pence a litre, which means that it's about the same price as it was last Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably going to go higher. Um, and, you know, you pay more in VAT anyway, so actually... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a mess. Yeah. We're, still, we're still very much in the throes of a fuel crisis. <laughs> um, the cost of filling an average family car, apparently with petrol, is now more than £92. Uh, £99 for a diesel. And it's going to just... Well, it could get worse, you know, because we've got these problems with supply and it's horrible. Has anyone started ditching the car yeah has anyone made a, a concerted effort to just go I'm not doing that journey that's it stopping it doing something else no no you yeah. still do it no but I live in I live in deepest darkest Norfolk like if I don't drive I I only have my own company <laughs> and maybe it's time to invest in horse and carriage dude you know what? No, You're joking. <laughs> the thing I thought about the most in this last week is getting one of those e-scooters. Like, <laughs> don't do, don't. They're illegal to ride on public yeah, roads. I know, Just don't but do come it. on, with the ju- it's illegal to charge this much for diesel, Brad or it's <laughs> I agree. I agree. I just so, don't want you to get slapped with a six point fine on your license and a stupid on what license? Hey, well, they they, they, they scooter do. license. Yeah, no, they 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 look into you to see if you've got an actual driver's license. They slap points on your drivers, do man. They really? Yeah. Does they do that, even though it's not oh, a car man. offense. Oh, yeah. It's a joke because That's you can it. you can pay to ride around on the the you know the ones in your city which have been trialed there. Exactly, dude. As long as you're as long as you're paying money into the government schemed ones, you're fine. <laughs> but also, Brad, Brad, don't forget though that Sparky's up very early in the morning. He doesn't oh, talk true. about you. It's no one else is awake that time yeah. of the so day no one so else is around it. so no one else yeah. will notice yeah. that he's up that early because you guys wouldn't be awake at that time you wouldn't know that it's actually getting to that point in the year where um, the it gets light and it's actually oh. a pleasure to get up at that time of the morning oh so i tell you what that's what that's, made me think about the e-scooter that was the best couple of months of the year when, when I used to do breakfast radio when you'd wake up and it'd be light and, and, and until I was driving to Hull every day, which is in the east. So the sun was coming up. I was driving right into oh, the wow. sun, couldn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it better look pretty though, Jim. But yeah, like it's getting to that point. And I just think, yeah, I reckon I should get one of those e-scooters and just cruise it to work. It's about like, how many miles do you get from them really? Like, Brad, you're a bit of a techie dude. Because I, I think it's about four <laughs> miles, five miles to work from me. Uh, yeah, dude, I think you can get up to like 20 miles or something per charge. Okay. Okay, uh, got so an worth idea. Worth considering. Got an idea. Don't be lazy. Just get one that you push with your foot. Easy, well, okay, mate. I'm trying Do to you get know in shape. How many miles you get on that? <laughs> Unlimited. <laughs> you just get Half you get one leg. very one very big leg though, don't you? That's the problem. <laughs> My right leg is um, yeah. gargantuan, super staunch. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm kind of lucky because I, I work from home and the kids go to school five minutes walk up the road so I don't really need to drive very much and I'm really chuffed I'm surprised there's people in our village who 
let's say would have maybe a 10 minute walk who drive and I'm thinking they are going to have to stop at some point <laughs> they're going to have to finally go this is ridiculous not only is it terrible for our health it's awful for the environment and now it's really expensive <laughs> oh man it is it's a yeah, joke it's like, but- <sighs> That's what SJ does, to be fair, guys. She literally works less than a mile away from our house. I mean, she has got to take Jackson in her defence, but she drove before we had that Jackson. Like, it would be a really good walk <laughs> to work. About. Where's she got to take him? Well, well she drops him at childcare uh, and at um, her mum's. Is that, is that on the way? That's on the way. So yeah. she could get a bike with a seat on it. <laughs> Or give him. Right, uh, I'd love to be there when you suggest that to her, Jack. <laughs> I suggested hiring a bike on holiday once, and she looked at me like I there was something seriously wrong. Like, Is she not low? Does it not cost a lot of money? Because you like every time you turn that ignition on, you like you, there's loads of fuel you're using there yeah. and then you're driving that short distance is well, she not concerned about that it, especially it in a diesel sounds like you, you've got a diesel you, you, you say that though Jim like but I'm confused because I, I, I would agree with you because for so long they would always say every time you turn your ignition off and turn it on again you're, you're burning more fuel however cars have come out over the last god knows how many years that auto turn off when you're stuck in traffic because it does and, and then starting up again because it preserves petrol so they then they're kind of saying that the whole turning off and turning on thing is actually not really it doesn't impact your usage much. But still, there is like two miles of use every yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, it's no, not I, really yeah, that necessary. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I, oh, I, I, yeah, I agree with you there. <laughs> and to answer your question, she does complain about like oh, yeah, oh, I just I don't know how much you know this is costing a lot of money. Okay. But not driving isn't an option, just so you know. That. <laughs> like a bike would literally cost her a tank of petrol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you, Facebook you know, Marketplace, mate. Like, love her. I love the person she is, but she is not uh, the sort that rides a bike. I'm just going to say. <laughs> you just, could have his and hers e scooters, so that would be all right, wouldn't it? I, <laughs> I said to her about getting an e scooter, she went, Don't spark, you kill yourself. You know, she's like. Yeah. In, in fact, you say that I just recently gave our e scooter away, so uh, had I known, I could have just boxed it and shipped it to you, Sparky. <laughs> oh, man. I so would have had that, especially for free, Brad. I'm such a geek. <laughs> There's a, a woman that brings her kid to school, uh, my kid's school, and she has one of those, you know, like the old sort of ice cream or cheese bike things where they've got a really big sort of cube container in the front. Yeah. And she's sort of hollowed it out and put kind of fairy lights around it. And then she rides the bike, pushing it along and like comes sailing down the hill every day. And I'm like, that is pretty cool. Like, <laughs> to get the kid back up the hill. I imagine. She must be a right now, <laughs> but oh, but thinking about that. Uh, so before the show, I told you I was looking for a camper van, right? One thing that keeps coming up in my searches: old ice cream vans. <laughs> really? Yep. Uh, and, 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 thought, and don't forget I thought, to. Re- <laughs> I thought that would be a cool thing to convert into a camper van, and then I thought might just look like a child snatcher. <laughs> Here's my ice cream van with a mattress in the back. <laughs> I really hope any of that you find have got really crudely drawn Disney characters, clearly not copyrighted, that, like with some messages on the back. That's the best kind of uh, ice cream van. <laughs> That's the only one they worth really having. Yeah. 
Also, Watch out for the uh, kid. Don't run the kid over or whatever it says on the back. I tell you what, if you, if I saw you driving that and you were driving really badly, I'd probably be shouting, oh, Sunday drivers. Hey. Hey. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jack, have you got a new story? Yeah, okay. Um, so, for years, women have been taking the onus on contraception and birth control. Like, until you reach... Mind Jim and Brad's stage of life where you just have your bollocks chopped off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Preach. <laughs> but there is a major breakthrough as the male contraceptive pill is now 99% effective in preventing pregnancy. Ooh. I thought, what an interesting story. But it gets more interesting. Scientists working on a male contraceptive pill have found the medication to be 99% effective in preventing... I thought I was going to get through this. I've found the med. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait to find out what this is. (laughs) It's not even that funny. Okay. They found the medication to be 99% effective. Should we all just mute ourselves <laughs> so, so that we're not we're not adding to the problem? Ninety nine percent effective in preventing pregnancy in mice. Oh, it works then. Who's fucking a mouse? <laughs> well, we were talking about Disney characters earlier, Minnie. <laughs> so. Total babe. Oh. De- definitely would, Jim. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, we're just the, uh, the the image of a scientist going up, <laughs> giving it to a mouse and going, let's see. Like, how do they, yeah, do they, excuse me, fella, do they just give them a magazine and a cup and say, if you just go in there, please, and just let us know uh, if you're firing blanks or not? <laughs> like, hey. Oh, it tickled me. Anyway, that's my story. I was going to say, I'm, like, would, would you take it, uh, all that sort of stuff, but the mice thing really got me, so. Well, I'm glad I don't have to really think about it, because I'm awful at remembering to take medication <laughs> my uh you may remember my gout outbreak last year that uh, gout mm. my gout break which is you know famous now um yeah i've kind of failed to take that most days it lasted a little bit longer than it should have done then failed to get a repeat prescription and need to go in and have a blood test but i've still not done that and so i am not trustworthy <laughs> when it comes to taking medication at any time so but it doesn't matter now because which, uh, which is great because you've just had your balls disconnected so yeah so it doesn't yeah. matter now yeah. for me come on like what a waste of science into science time like girls are happy just take it in just leave it to them <laughs> 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 come on this Jade doesn't complain uh, oh, she, she knows she's gonna I'm, I'm gonna make sure she listens to this episode of the podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wow oh. Yeah, this is the day that Loose Dads got cancelled. Oh, amazing. Come on. No, look, if SJ's not putting together your show notes. Yay, exactly. Well, yeah. What's going on? Why do you think I'm a bit uh, snappy towards her tonight? Oh, he's gone mercenary today. She's that's, gone that, I'm that's sat what, here with the baby monitor recording. Like, we just found out the real reason why he's so supportive of Beyonce. It's, like, it's not him it's SJ SJ says we like Beyonce <laughs> who runs Sparky's house girls <laughs> Sparky what's your new story okay guys I, I think you'll love this like it's um, science has gone to a new level and we are 
We are in the time of mind control. Um, hmm. It's actually happened, right? Hold on, let me just get the story <clears throat> up. A paralysed man was able to ask for a beer just by using thoughts in his brain due to an implant that's been researched. Right? It's absolutely right. We're there. Like, and it's quite scary because, you know, them robots, if there's those, as if those robots you see on YouTube aren't scary enough that can open doors and stuff and jump over things and, you know, can get up if you push them over. No, now they can order beers as well. Well, well no, humans can. This, is, this guy, genuinely paralysed dude, um, has been, like, connected up. And I just love, like, could you get more of a bloke situation? And first thing he did was ask for a beer like <laughs> well, whenever you learn any new language that's the first thing you know if you're going on holiday yeah, to Spain you learn the Spanish for can I have a beer you know if you if you learn and that's what you learn anywhere so it might as well be when you learn mind control the first thing you learn is how can I have a beer <laughs> oh, the next thing is where is the railway station that's what he's going to ask but like you know I Don't feel know, like you know, I was, was going to say where's the library <laughs> <laughs> but you've got Elon like making these microchips and you know you just think how soon are we yeah, I mean to literally having something in your brain that can order just, stuff when you think about it just think of the amount of divorces this could prevent if men could read their wives' minds. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. Figure out or, exactly or, what is wrong at that moment in time. Or do you think that would increase mm. the divorce rate? Yes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the flip side, isn't it? That's the other way to fact, cut probably, the cake. It, it, probably it would be, the divorce it would be rate like, would stay the same. <laughs> it, would, it would be like Minority Report, you know, where they would um, imprison someone before they commit a crime. If you could read your wife's mind and be like, uh, she's planning on killing me. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, this is a mind reading. Though. A what week. this guy's doing is looking <laughs> <Yeah>, twice a week. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I mean, mind reading. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing. But now this guy's been able to like imagine just looking at your wife and just going, and she comes back with a beer. Like you just look at her. You don't have to say anything. She just goes and gets you a beer. Okay, you right. can't get it. So the logistics of this. What he he thought it and then it appeared on a screen or like. Yeah. yeah well, apparently what it works out is is like tones. Like they taught they taught him to be able to sort of like they show him his own brain activity. Right. And then amazingly, like if it was like a yes no question, he used to use like these boards to like put his eye up to yes and eye down to no. Like it just that's all he yeah. had to like to be looking in those directions. But then what they did do is they showed him his brain activity. Activity, and he's basically trained his brain activity from what they show him to say mm. so like do that pattern when I'm saying yes and do that pattern when I say no and then he worked out how to construct sentences by going like do that this pattern means and he asked for a beer it did take him like a minute to ask the question or like a couple of minutes but like it's, it's that's amazing awesome. that's mind blowing dude yeah yeah like, that's really good but also because I was worried you know when you at a train station or something and you have that thought goes through your head going I can just push this bloke on the train <laughs> like someone comes along and just pushes him for yeah. you because that's what you asked for because obviously yeah obviously you'd never act on that normally but with this thing in your head you'd suddenly be going you wouldn't be able to stop yourself would you that's true and someone's or, no, also, or he would say it out loud I could push yeah. this man Ah. Uh, <laughs> If they're like they're constantly plumbed Sorry. into your brain activity exactly and you start thinking about it and you're like oh no no they can think they can hear that I'm thinking about pushing this guy yeah, oh yeah. and then I'll delete my mind like yeah mate so technology yeah. forever scary but it's getting better <laughs> uh, Brad what's your news story um, I'm torn between two guys um, but I think this one's probably a little bit more interesting a man was recently catfished by his own dad 
But he says it has made them closer than ever. Oh, weird. Well, I mean, probably did learn some stuff that you wouldn't have normally learnt, I'd imagine. Cup size. Ye- like, what sort of catfishing, though? You know, what so, well, well, um, this gentleman in particular... Tell me they were both catfishing each other. No, it was just... It was just the dad. No, no, no. Because this guy is uh, currently 20, and um, obviously he's um, a Hollywood actor and filmmaker. Obviously, you know, get out in the news, as as we do. Yeah. When, uh, when you want to make your presence known. Okay. Um, he was flattered to receive Facebook messages from a very attractive young girl named Becca. And Becca turned out to be his dad. Just, <laughs> I mean... Um, okay, how far did they go, though? Like, you know, what sort but, of but, chat was but, but, Becca well, putting well, in on him? I, yeah, I mean, I don't think it really goes into detail, but basically what it is Dick is picks? the dad... I was going to say, what? you know, what, what? bit of interest the, the, you sent the, the dick pic back and the, the, now the, the, dad's the, the, seen it. <laughs> story, yeah, imagine the dad goes, yeah, you got, Becca responds says, yeah, you got that from me and then sends one back. Um, basically, oh, the, story God, of, the, so story, the story of this, guys, is um, Becca, a.k.a. dad, was estranged from his son and he felt that this was the best way to reconnect. Oh, incorrect. So, <laughs> well, I mean, it's a way to reconnect, isn't it? It's certainly a way. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's the best, I don't know. Like a, a different way. Like a fl- bunch of flowers or maybe, you know, a, a postcard. A phone call. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Email. Even a text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not on a WhatsApp group with him. Come on, surely. <laughs> but there you go. So... What would you do with this information? Like, like, yeah, le- keep legitimate. That quiet. Yeah, no, not this guy. James has now made a film that has featured at South by uh, Southwest right, Film right, Festival. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Right. It's of course. Got it. Y- yeah, exactly. It. I mean, it's just pure publicity, right? I mean, but to be catfished by your dad pretending to be some chick, that's just pretty shady. I'm like, I don't, I don't ever think I'd want to be writing intimate messages to any of my kids. How's that boosting no. your publicity? It just makes you look like you've got a weird family. Yeah. Like, doesn't it? Like a bit of a oh, like like weird Roman. family. Yeah, like yeah. his dad. Like, well, if lots of people pay to go and see your film, you probably don't care, do you? Really? I don't know. Really? Like, well, I mean... I, I still care. It's, it's not what I would do to get some publicity for something I was doing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Take a couple of Facebook ads out. That's probably what I'd do instead. Do one but, of those charity videos. Give, give, you know, go and buy a homeless man a load of clothes and stuff, and do that so you look worthy and brilliant and an amazing. You're like that's good publicity if you want to do that. Don't. Yeah, except if the film is about being catfished by your dad, then probably that was the best bit of publicity. Yeah. It depends what the film's about. If it's about something completely different, that's no, 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 no. It's, it's, about, it's certainly about, much more relevant than giving a tenor to a homeless man. It's 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 yeah. about the journey, and what even journey? in the f- their their catfish journey. Oh, what the and film's about that. The film is about the this journey, and bit, even even the film itself includes. Romance and flirting, which ev- eventually escalates to sexting and cyber sex. Just going to leave that there, guys. Thank thing you very is, much. Though, I, think this is the most, one, I think this what is the, the, most, the most fucked up thing I've ever yeah. brought to the, the table. Th- the thing is, though, could be bullshit. 
That's just what I'm going to put there. I could be. Any kind of Blair Witch. But would you want to come? But would you want to come out and I said to the public, I was sexting with my dad. I mean. To be fair, mate, you can't you can't escape it on websites these days. You know, every website I go on is like, oh, I fucked my stepmom. Oh, stepmom, stepsister, very different, not the same bloodline. But when when a kid comes from your testicles, and when they grow up to be a fully fledged human, you want to go, hey, let's do some sexting. That's just a line that should never fucking be even thought of. Those CBeebies games are getting funny, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, on the way, uh, we will take some questions from DadsNet members and try and give them some answers that are vaguely legible. I'm Al. I'm JK. And we're from Don't Tell Your Mum. Another podcast from the Dad's Net. And this is what you can expect. I am walking down a catwalk with Isla and Ted, hand in hand, behind Harvey Price. <laughs> Apparently they had like OK Magazine were taking photos and The Sun and ITV were there. And I was like, my life. Was Katie Price there? No. <laughs> I mean, can I speak freely? Yes, you can. Go. <laughs> she was in Thailand. So then what happened was he turned up. He wasn't clean shaven or, or trimmed. And they said, is there anyone in the building that knows how to trim a beard? Did you volunteer that as well? No, I bloody didn't. (laughs) But Jen did. Oh, good old Jen. You trimmed Harvey Price's beard. 20 minutes later, I am in Harvey Price's hotel room with some razors (laughs) trimming his beard. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) What? How? I'm looking at my life and I'm thinking, "How, how am I here? Hey, I'm now a hairdresser to the stars. Yo, yes, you are. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Like, I'll add that oh, to my resume. You're going you're to have your own wax, your own gel range. Yes. So after you've listened to this podcast, why not listen to Don't Tell Your Mum? You can get it wherever you download your podcasts. This is Loose Dads from Dadsnet, and uh, let's take on some questions from Dadsnet members, see if we can give them some answers that are vaguely helpful. I don't know, maybe. Be a first. First time for everything. Here we go. The big question of the week. Uh, so these are from the Dadsnet Facebook groups. They're free to join. They're uh, private. So, you know, people... It's not like when Jack tries to sell all his guitar crap that it comes up <laughs> on all of our timelines as well. So if you answer one of these, it ain't going to turn up on your mum's Facebook. So don't worry. I had, um, I had someone from basketball the other day say to me, you know, is everything everything all right? I see you're selling all your music gear. <laughs> I was like, oh no, no, no! I just I sell a lot of guitars. <laughs> he needs to fill up the tank once. So there you go. <laughs> uh, this one says, "Dad, can I have your thoughts on career versus family?" I've been in my current t- trade now for 15 years, five years in the career. same job. Okay. Well, that's it. I've got a good work-life balance. Weekends are free. Home by 6pm every night. Flexibility, drop the kids off at school and care if I need to. But the career side of me is watching people climb the ladder, gain promotions and change roles for the better. I've no idea what their work-life balance is like. Could be good, could be shocking. Should I ditch the guaranteed 
work-life balance and try and seek something else no. or be happy with what I've got. Be happy with you got. You're, you're not getting these moments back with your kids. Uh, sounds like he's got the most ideal life ever. Like, yeah. um, it depends on whether or not he feels fulfilled within himself. And I think that's more important than anything. I, like there is, yeah, as, as much as I made it very black and white there, there is, there is satisfaction in career progression. But you can... Like there are things you can do to progress your career whilst also maintaining that work-life balance. Things like working from home, being self-employed, freelance, that sort of stuff. Um, you know, before I went freelance, before I joined Dadsnet, um, I was I was doing two hours each way into London. I never saw Jake was three months when I left that job because I just never saw him. Um, yeah. So and and when I went freelance, my work life balance was just amazing. And suddenly I was there to see every every shitty nappy, every tantrum, every <laughs> every smile, every cuddle, all that sort of stuff. And um, then you begged for your job back, and they, they didn't also <laughs> they wouldn't have me. <laughs> I think yeah, it's like there are so many jobs where there is not much of a work life balance in there. And if yeah. you're getting your weekends free and you're back by six pm every night, you know yeah. you're going to be back for bedtime and stuff. That's a very powerful reason to stick with what you're doing and yeah is the grass greener on the other side i mean you're never going to know until you try are you i uh, yeah that yeah sorry sparky you go okay um, there's this tip video on tiktok which i love and it like a lot of people keep repeating it and it's like you only get you only get well if you have kids once or twice or whatever like you only get to have kids once it's a four-year period like which is the most intense bit. Those first four years are, you know, are the most intense bit and the bit where the development happens and stuff. And it's like, well, if you're in such a balanced place right now, what about for those four years, you kind of stay there. And then if you still feel unfulfilled or you still feel like there's the opportunity to grow more, when you've got the time back, maybe that's the time to do it. You know, you've got your life to build your career. You know, my, we're, we're 68, aren't we? So. My, my input would be, you got to look after yourself first. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful concept to be there for your kids when they're all young and whatnot. But is it as important as everyone says it is? No, in my opinion. Obviously, everyone's going to have different opinions. At the end of the day, you got to feel successful and happy within yourself that you did whatever makes you happy. And kids, I think we sacrifice a lot of ourselves for our kids and... Just bear that in mind. Um, what if you take the kids out of the equation, though? Because you still need a work-life balance anyway. Yeah, but so not, 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 everyone, not everyone wants a work-life balance, though. I mean, I, as, as, like as, as silly as that sounds. Um, like, for me, sometimes even on a weekend, I'll do some work, even though I, I'm not asked to or meant to, but it's because I want to. Um, at the end of the day, I suppose it, it, it will be whatever makes him happiest to do and if he wants to try climb the corporate ladder try it if it works it works if it not then try and find a way to revert back but unless you try it you're just gonna sit in this sort of but, but it sounds like he's just the only reason he wants career progression is because he's he's doing that instagram thing looking at other people's highlight reels and going oh they've they've getting that promotion oh they're probably earning a ton of money there oh maybe i should be doing that but but he said it in his own question he doesn't know what their work-life balance is like. He doesn't know what their life's like. Unless he tries, he'll never know. 
just do you like the best advice is do what you want to do like i feel brad has got some great points in what he's just said there and i think you know i'm lucky enough to have a good balance of like time with jackson and time to progress on my career but everyone's circumstances are so different well yeah i think within yourself you sort of you do know within yourself and for brad obviously that would yeah. be you wouldn't mind doing a job where you worked at 10 o'clock at night or whatever for this bloke sounds to me like he quite likes having that work-life balance mm. and to be honest for me i quite enjoyed that although it doesn't always work out you know i try and strive for that a little bit but yeah i guess you sort of know what you prefer but we are always sort of tempted aren't we by what we think we should be doing mm. and you, yeah. you know there's no should in this situation you should do what you want you could either stay doing what you're doing and have that balance or do the kind of progression thing and, and not potentially but don't do it because you think you should do it do it because you want you to want do to. it I guess. Yeah. that's the advice right? and yeah. try and not feel guilty for whatever decision you decide to make because I think that's the worst thing we do isn't we live in a mm. oh I feel guilty because I chose not to follow the career Oh, Brad, you helped me. Yeah. We were talking on Guilt Chat, you know, the other week when you said, you know, you always go to bed and you'll feel guilty no matter what you do. Like, yeah. you, I've, I've given, my, I've cut myself some slack because of that sentence you said the other week. Because <laughs> you just can't help it. And this guy's you doing exactly do. the same thing. He's looking at other people going, oh, but they're, oh, but I'd like yeah. to do, oh, but I've yeah. got kids and I'd mm -hmm. like to. Oh, ah, yeah. and that's the yeah. world we live in right now. Yeah. You make a decision based around whatever you want to make that decision based around and then you can't change it so you've done it so don't make yourself feel bad about it <laughs> I could have joined uh, don't tell your mum but I joined this instead but you know it's too late now you like the balance of work here though Jim. yeah exactly um, right another one it says I've always wanted to do London with the kids but I've never fancied all the walking getting lost and tube training around any recommendations on the laziest and least stressful way to do it to me sounds like you want to watch a YouTube video yeah. <laughs> you're going to have to do some of those things yeah my recommendation my recommendation don't go to London <laughs> yeah it doesn't sound like you really want to do it does it very much is there a lazy way to do it Brad you're the closest to London how would you do London with the kids in a lazy way or dude, the laziest way possible? Dude, I don't think there is a lazy way, really. I think it's just catching tubes wherever convenient and walking. I think there's just so many different locations on different tube lines. You don't, you don't really have a choice. I can jump I, in I, on this. Unless you wanted to jump on maybe a tour bus and just see where it stops and just keep jumping off and on. Yeah, there's that. What do you say, Sparky? I didn't, um, I've not done this with Jackson yet, but we did it and we can't wait to take Jackson and there were a lot of kids on it and it's a great way to do London. You can just get into London, get one tube to the embankment and then get on an Uber boat, get an Uber boat hop on, hop off, hop off ticket and you literally go up the Thames. You get, I've never seen London like this. I've always done it the tube way, Brad, but you know, not with kids, just myself. Mm, mm. And, um, this is amazing. Like you get, to, you, I went under Tower Bridge for the first time in my life. You know, you get to see all the sites, Tower Tower of London, Big the bottom ben. of Tower Bridge. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, that blue paint, honestly, Jack. Can you see it from that angle? No. But, but what I mean is, it's an easy way because of the hop on, hop off. The boat's quite spacious. You know, they were, it, it's built to wheel your pram on, wheel your pram off. If you still got, you know, kids in prams, and hmm. yeah, I just. I'd recommend that. I've not tried it. It doesn't come parent approved yet because, but I saw other parents doing it and they were 
making it hook. Yeah, we went on one. I don't know if it was the Uber boat or one. I don't know if the different types boat. We went on one of the boats from sort of the Millennium Dome up to uh, the South Bank, and it was yeah, it was nice. It was a good way of seeing it, and it was yeah, you kind of get to see a lot of the kind of sights, not up close, but you get to, if you want yeah. if you're going for amount of sights per step. Then you know, <laughs> yeah. You see, I guess you've seen quite a lot. There's quite a lot of walking and travelling to get to the Millennium Dome. Not if you stay there, which we didn't. But yes, no, I get what you <laughs> mean. Sweet. Yeah, but I mean, most I, of. I'll just say he just maybe he needs to get to stay somewhere near the boat and then get on it. Yeah. I guess is possibly the way forward. I mean, your idea does sound the best, Sparky, because. I loathed traveling on the underground with prams and pushchairs. And oh my God, like every person is a dickhead because they don't give a toss about you and your pram. I think um, that, I always oh. worry about that for London. I think I had to take my hat off to parents because, you know, you know, we go, oh, we should rank, you know, like, oh, we give single parents a lot of respect. And I think we should give London parents a lot of respect because people in London are rude. You, they, they tut you if you're in a wheelchair. Yeah. Like I've been pushing my nan in a wheelchair before. I've been tutted trying to get on the tube. So with a kid, they don't care about you yeah. even more. And it all of them steps on the underground. Like you just think like, I, and obviously then you've got toddlers that want to run off. I mean, running off on a platform to just a terrifying fort, you know, like, and all those extra concerns. So, yeah. I think um, uh, I think Jim, to be fair, had this sussed in the beginning. YouTube. Just... <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get, think... Buy, 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 yourself, buy yourself a set of VR goggles for home and <laughs> just do it that way. Yeah, much easier. Than you don't have to worry about the stink of people. You don't have to worry about cues, <laughs> all of that. You don't have Boom. to worry about what side to stand on on the escalator without getting tucked out. Always on the right side. <laughs> but which I one's the right I... one? Hey? But which one's the right one? Ooh, nice wordplay. <laughs> I was, I was going to finish the podcast there. I don't know if we should finish it on quite a lame one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure but the only other question that I've got is all about what your funeral song would be and I think that might be a bit of a downer so. oh yeah <laughs> more of a downer than a shit pun yeah maybe um, so anyway mine, mine would be uh, drowning pool let the bodies hit the floor Yep, great, excellent work. Great, well, I, it, I mean, someone did genuinely ask this. They said, what are the funeral songs that we're having? And I was thinking, but, I mean, I won't be there, so it doesn't matter. I'd have Shut Up <laughs> Your Face by Joe Dolce. Shut <laughs> Up Your Face! <laughs> yeah, Los Del Rio, Macarena, you know, everyone get into some good spirits. <laughs> A sad Macarena. Oh, that's oh. the case. Put on Fat Man Scoop. You got a hundred dollar bill, get your hand up! Put your hand up! <laughs> right, I'll, note, I'll note all these down. I will feed back to the original poster. So wait, wait, Jim. Sorry. Could there be anything more depressing than having Beyonce play at your funeral, Jack? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's not start this up again. <laughs> People were like, "Oh, great! This episode's coming to an end. Oh, I'll go and do something productive instead." Oh no, they're talking about Beyonce again. They'll be here for another half an hour. <laughs> this is Loose Dads from Dad's Net. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please pass it on. On, share it with a friend and give us a review as well Apple Podcasts really is kind of the one to give us the five star review and the big spiel about how great we are but follow us everywhere you can do and anywhere else that you can review us that would be nice as well and uh, we'll be back next week check us out on social media 
on Facebook. Just put Loose Dads Podcast or at Loose Dads Pod on Instagram. Jack, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Brad. Merci beaucoup, bitches. And thank you very much to Sparky. Thanks, guys. We're back next week. See you later. Loose Dads, a Dadsnet original podcast.